perspective. That's the 10th mind that's fine at the age mind. Let me tell you. Your faith don't match your words. Mm-hmm. That's called passive aggressive. <laughs> and that. some fun along the way. No, I mean, really, dude? Snow? That's what they tell me. What do you mean, they? Who's they? The ubiquitous they? <laughs> or the, like, <laughs> it's them? Oh, yeah. I'm them. This is the truth on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. Good evening and welcome. It happens every time. You get something stuck in your teeth when you eat too fast and then you don't have anything. The one time, don't have a toothpick, don't have floss, don't have anything. Sunday night, 707-ZIP. And it's all Evan's fault. So I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Good evening, Evan. How are you? All is well, I hope. Yeah, I'm doing well, Dr. Ken. How are you doing? I'm doing just great. Denise Thomas is on assignment, so she's hanging out somewhere, and who knows, Bora Bora or New Guinea. Is Bora Bora in New Guinea? Anyway, uh, everybody's all over. I'm stuck here doing the show because this is what I love to do. Not to mention, the Wisconsin Broadcast Association said it's what I love to do, too. I was about to comment on that, uh and you beat me to it. What's that? That the Wisconsin Broadcast Association said you love to do it as well. Yeah. So my show on the truth, Truth in the Afternoon, with me, was voted the large market best radio talk show. So I'm happy. I can go home now. Show's over. It's 7.08. And we're leaving. People talk about, oh, that's just self-promotion. Yes, that's what we do. We're in broadcasting. That's what we do. I took a drink one time and thought I turned off the mic and I hit on and then I drank and it was, it was, it was pretty wicked. It was pretty wicked. It was pretty wicked. So I want to go back to a story. And by the way, thank you, uh, Finn Askin from the WTMJ Breaking News Center uh, for the seven o'clock report. I want to go back to the story in Grafton with the middle school teacher who was arrested after threatening students over swastika drawing. I think there's something missing. Maybe it's me. So let me go back through the story. Police say the teacher, this is from TMJ4. Police say the teacher who was Jewish alleges he became angry after he found the notebook featuring swastikas. Why is it what he said is alleged? But what the students did is definite. So are you calling his threats alleged? No. But you're calling him getting angry as being alleged. So that's that's one issue I have with this story. Grafton police say they arrested a John Long Middle School teacher for making terrorist threats towards students in his classroom on Friday. Seventh grader Ethan Paulus was in the classroom and explained to TMJ4's Miriam Bakar. I'm sorry, Makar, what happened? Paulo said, I don't really know what was going through my head. I was just so shocked that I couldn't really think. He said it started when a student discovered a discarded piece of paper with swastikas drawn on them on the floor in the classroom. That student turned the, the, the paper into their teacher, who was Jewish, to report it. 
Paulos recalled, at first he just kind of acted normal. He just put his head on the desk like, I'm going to tell the office about this. But then he picked up the piece of paper and went on a ramble about how that's bad and that's a disgrace to his people. He started mentioning the N-word and how that was worse than writing the N-word on the wall. He said his teacher's anger turned to threats. He said he started to say how he has 17 guns in his basement and he's not afraid to use them. But did he say he was going to shoot them? Doesn't look like he did. But, you know, if, if you just think something or say something, then anyway, but I digress. Then he said that his daughter was going to go like to our house with a baseball bat and like beat us up or something. A student in the back of the classroom then reported the teacher to the front office who then removed him from the building. According to police, officers responded to the school for a report of a teacher making threatening statements towards students in his classroom on Friday. An, invest- an investigation revealed the unidentified seventh grade teacher has made inappropriate and alarming statements to his students. The teacher was arrested for terrorist threats. Really? Terrorist threats? And exposing a child to harmful material, descriptions, and narrations. Both are felonies. Wow. Anyway, the incident happened around 10 a.m. When, te- when a student texts his mother that his teacher was making threatening statements and that he owned 17 guns. This to other people who live in an area where people own guns. People say they confirmed the teacher did admit it during a meeting with the school principal that he made threatening statements out of anger. Police say the teacher, who's Jewish, alleges he... Now, why is it everything that the teacher says is alleged, but everything else is not? I don't understand that. Alleges he became angry after he found a student's artwork featuring swastikas. In the statement, police confirmed the teacher said that he would send his daughter to their homes with a baseball bat. Go scorched earth on them and wish pain upon the students and their families. All of which, if I'm thinking about, you'd have to kind of stretch into a threat. But I guess that's what the Grafton PD thought. Police say the teacher did not want to speak with investigating officers without representation, which is smart. He was then taken to Ozaki County Jail where he awaits arraignment. Grafton School District Superintendent Jeff S. Nelson wrote a letter to district families and Staff on Friday regarding the incident, he says the teacher was immediately placed on leave and escorted from the building. Letter says in part this morning at John Long Middle School, blah, 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 blah. Inappropriate and unprofessional behavior of a staff member. Wow. So you call him out, but you don't. Well, let me get there. An investigation immediately conducted and the teacher was immediately placed on leave and escorted out the building. That's the fastest investigation I've ever seen. This staff member will continue to be on leave and will not have contact with students until we complete our investigation. They talk about they promptly took action, feelings of security, blah, 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 blah. Here's my issue with this. Here's my issue. I have a question for you. 855-616-1620. Is trauma real or is it imagined? See, right now, Every licensed professional counselor listening is probably screaming at the radio, yes. Yet, trauma seems to be only valid when people decide it's valid. It seems trauma only counts when it's the right people or the right person. Those little white kids in Grafton were traumatized. We disregarded the fact that a man 
of Jewish heritage whose parents, and in some instances, grandparents, may have been victims at Auschwitz and any other place under Jewish, under German control. But it's cops and veterans who get the, oh, you have post-traumatic stress. It's treated as honorable. And I can say that because I'm a law enforcement officer who has, to some degree, post-traumatic stress disorder. Did anybody ask, what is going on in a child's life in Grafton and in a child's family in Grafton that caused the kid to sit in a class and probably thought it would be funny to draw a swastika and drop it on the floor for the Jewish teacher to find. How's that okay? Is anybody going to check into this kid's family? They might be racist. They might don't. They may. I'm sorry, I can't even get it right. I'm so upset. They may not like Jews. Why is it okay for the kid and the school and everybody to get away with that? Now, granted, the teacher's an adult. The standard for adults are standards for the adults. But is somebody going to look into this kid's background to figure out how a Jewish teacher in a class with the historical killings of Jews that nobody's checking this kid's family? Nobody's going around and saying, why would you even draw swastikas to begin with? I'll bet they weren't drawn in any other class except his. 855-616-1620. Can you say, can you help me understand that? Because maybe I'm missing something. But then again, can you say trauma? Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 855-616-1620. I just find it interesting that we are not taking into account what his heritage is in relation to what he might have experienced. It's like we look at, at every group in America and we... Well, let me put it like this. If this guy was black, would they have done that? Or would they have bent over backwards to make sure that 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 person felt whole and heard and all that, right? Is it that they're Jewish and they look like them? So they didn't give it a second thought? Or is being Jewish kind of not really acceptable? I don't know. One thing that sticks out in this story is that they dismissed his trauma, that the Grafton Police Department charge went to Ozaki County and arrested this guy. And I guess the DA is going to have to review it on Monday if they didn't do it on Saturday. Because... it's as if they just overlooked the fact 
That's like uh, coming in and, um, hmm, reenacting John F. Kennedy's assassination in front of his family members. I'm, no, I'm, I, I, I got to come up with a better analogy, but it's, it's, it's something that each one is taken in its own case, right? You know, um, each instance is its own. You can't just do a blanket anytime that happens, right? But to arrest them for terrorist threats when they were made in anger, If a woman was mad at her family or mad at her husband and said, oh, my gosh, I hate him so much I could kill him, would you arrest her? Well, under this, I guess so. This guy went a little too far. He said he's going to get his daughter to get a baseball bat and come. And I'm, I'm sure when he calmed down and when he relaxed. But I find it interesting that nobody took his past into consideration. But then again, they don't take black people's past into consideration. They don't take a Christian's past into consideration. Like, could you as a Christian say, well, when you talked about hanging somebody or nailing somebody to the cross or crucifying somebody that made me feel some kind of way. And I was traumatized. I don't think so. But what if you're Jewish? What if your family and relatives lived through the Holocaust. I'd be upset too. I would be upset. And I might say something. But don't we take into consideration the emotion behind it, the actions behind it? See, today we live in such a zero, you know, zero tolerance society that this is what happens. People get caught up in things because we have such a zero tolerance society. There's zero tolerance for drugs. But this is the same group of people that I'll bet if you go to Grafton, they'll argue there's a fentanyl problem because they refuse to accept the fact that there are people in their families and in the community that do illegal and illicit drugs. So instead of calling them out saying, Hey, Stop doing drugs. And, 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 and the weird part about it, here's the sheer stupidity behind it. If you simply stopped doing drugs, you wouldn't have a fentanyl problem unless you literally were in the wrong place at the wrong time. The problem with drugs in America is not fentanyl. It's the illegal drugs that the people are taking and buying that has fentanyl in it. Sure, there are accidental overdoses, but those are people who were given something and they didn't know they were getting it. The other accidental overdoses are people who are actually taking drugs and they didn't know they were mixed with fentanyl. And then some people actually knew it was mixed with fentanyl. Either way, it's illegal. When drugs were in my community, the black community, we passed a drug law. That was supported by black pastors and black people and black communities that ended up devastating the black community. So I guess they won't make that mistake twice. They'll just make sure everything's on the up and up, right? Well, we got to be careful. We got to make sure. 
And so now we sit here and we're waiting and we're looking. I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe there's something wrong with me. It's got to be. It's got to be me, Evan. It's got to be me. Maybe I just look at the world different. Maybe I have too much of a law enforcement background to recognize, especially with this being law enforcement week. And congratulations to all the officers. We wish you well and all that. It, 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 it still angers me sometimes when people only see through their perspective, but when someone else's perspective is different, they dismiss it. And they, they, they make it not as important as theirs. And in reality, what it really came down to, what, what really hit was the fact that this person lacked one thing in America that most people have. And it's astounding. If you want to talk about it, 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. it's, It's amazing that there's one thing that's missing that this guy, this teacher, didn't have that could have saved him. It's the same thing the people that use fentanyl and overdose and die and the people run up and say, hey, it's really not a drug. Oh, they're a victim. How are you a victim when you were taking an illegal drug and overdosed? That's your fault. Well, we didn't know fentanyl was in it. Yeah, but you forgot it was heroin, right? Oh, yeah, we forgot it, you forgot it was marijuana, right? Crystal meth, all these things, right? Uh, we'll just pretend like that, that wasn't real. We'll just skip over that part. Because why? Because it's in Grafton and Ozaki County and Waukesha County and Racine County, right? We'll just, we'll just pretend like it didn't happen. It's that pesky fentanyl that's causing it. And then we'll keep blaming other people. And then when something like this happens in Grafton, what do we do? We stick our head in the sand. Oh, no. We scream and howling from the rooftops. Oh, my gosh. Terrorist threats. Yeah, this little Jewish teacher in Grafton is going to be a terrorist because he's upset because someone dismissed his heritage and gave a swastika from a group of that actually killed his relatives. But that's okay, right? Because those little kitties and all those folks have the one thing that the Jewish teacher thought he had but he really doesn't have complexion protection. Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. Wow. Evan, you must be trying to tell somebody something. You're listening to truth on TMJ. Old national bank talking text line is eight, five, five, six, one, six, one, six, 20. Happy mother's day to all of the mothers, including my wonderful spouse, Carla. Um, Happy mother's day. And right now from the WTMJ Breaking News Center, here's a guy who has the best name I've heard in 20 years. Finn Askin. You've been asking? Finn Askin. I've been asking for the news. Finn Askin? Finn Askin. Thanks, Dr. Ken. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. Get old, National Bank. Get old. So I'm looking back at this story. First of all, um, 
In a bit of transparency, I am a associate professor at Concordia University, Wisconsin. So that being said, um, everybody heard about the 10-year-old that was killed, that, that killed his mother, uh, who had severe, very severe um, mental health issues. And because he's a 10-year-old and he shot his mother, they had to charge him as an adult. Charging him as an adult, I'm not understanding why, but I know state law says that in some instances, the person has to be charged as an adult, and they can they can kick it back to the juvenile division and let them handle it, but <clears throat> I, I don't agree. I don't expect that. Not not from this district attorney in Milwaukee County. So we remember the mother that was killed. Quiana Mann. She was close to finishing her MBA, Masters of Business Administration, when she was killed. And Hillary Mintz, the investigative reporter for WISN.com and Channel 12, did a did a great story. Um, the mother received her degree posthumously from Concordia University on Friday night. Uh, she had dedicated her entire career for the mental health field. So for her, she saw this as an opportunity to grow and maybe open her own clinic or do something in the community. Rhonda Reed said about her sister, she was six credits away from completing her master's degree when the university heard about what happened to her. And they immediately reached out to the family to let them know that they wanted her to be a part of the graduation. Eric Ankerberg, the new university president at Concordia University of Wisconsin and Ann Arbor, said, I think it's a, a tremendous opportunity for us to honor an excellent student and to help the family mourn. So she received her degree and her mother accepted her posthumous diploma on Friday night. I think that was a wonderful gesture by Concordia University. Like everything, you know me, if I see something I don't like, I'll complain about it. I also say we don't complain about stuff that we don't care about. And um, I've complained about stuff at Concordia maybe 2% of the time. And as a graduate and as an alumnus, I support them 98% of the time. Not 100, because nobody's perfect. But that's the kind of environment you're in at a Concordia University and a Christian university, Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate, that kind of corrects itself based on what the Bible says. And is it perfect? No. But every now and then, you know, every now and then, okay, it's more than every now and then. They get it right. They, they show what a Christian school should be thinking about when it thinks of their students, when it thinks about the trauma and the bad things that happen in life, just like they think about all the good things that happen as well. And so I thought that was honorable for them, and I want to commend Concordia University, Wisconsin, for doing that. Um, for those who don't remember, man's 10-year-old son was in court earlier this month for a competency hearing to determine if he can stand trial. Prosecutors want to move forward, but the judge gave the defense more time to review a second doctor's report. Why is the prosecution trying to just push, 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 push on this 10-year-old? 
Clearly, the boy needs help. You didn't push this hard when the girls out in Waukesha County stabbed the girl 21 times. The Slender Man trial, come on. Come on. This isn't a race issue. This is a prosecution issue, which I have serious, serious problems with Milwaukee district attorneys. I think that they're, in in some cases, they do their job tremendously. In other cases, they are, it's a dereliction of duty. And we need a law in Wisconsin, like they're either trying to pass or they're thinking about passing, that will allow a governor to remove a district attorney if they do not follow the rule of law and lock people up. So kudos to Concordia. But what are your thoughts? Should a district attorney be able to be removed from office if they are derelict in their duty? 855-616-1620. Old National Bank. Talk and text line. Give us a call. This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. James said on the talking text line, worse things going on in Milwaukee than to harass a Jewish teacher in Grafton. Are you saying the, the news or me? <laughs> but you're, 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 well. Must have been a slow news day or something. I don't get it. But then I get it. Right? You're a teacher and you can't be making statements like that to kids. I get it. But to arrest them for terrorist threats when you didn't take into account. But I also know what the police officer was thinking. What the supervisor was thinking. Arrest the guy. Let the district attorney sort it out. It meets the elements of the crime. And let let them go ahead and handle all that. And then that way, when the district attorney says, uh, we're not going to prosecute this person, because then you'd have to go back and prosecute people for saying dumb things to spouses and dumb things to people and uh, on and on and on. It'll just open up a, you know, floodgate. So I say I get what the Grafton Depart- Police Department did. I get it. Covering your hiney. I get it. I would, too. I would definitely do. But at some point, we have to remember you threatened kids. Like, the kids were there. And you made a threat, and you scared them. And we still have to go back and figure out this kid who wrote it. We know who did. The kid that wrote it, those kids know who did it. The kid that wrote it, yes. Go check his family. Figure out what's going on at home, because if you're drawing swastikas in his classroom with a Jewish teacher, you did it on purpose to set him off. And don't talk this how, you know, simple these kids are. They're just children. Well, so is a 10-year-old who had severe mental health issues and anger issues who killed his mother. But I don't see any love going out to him. 
I don't see any, oh, that's terrible, going out about him. All I hear is, oh, yeah, that's Milwaukee. You know how those black people are. You know how Milwaukee is. Hint, hint. Code word for inner city, all that garbage. But at some point, things are going to start leveling off. I'm saying a tremendous move from the suburbs to the city. Homes being built, homes being bought. We've got a recession. Prices are too high. We've got inflation. It's, it's, it's going to be an interesting summer. The summer is going to be very interesting because people are going to be, what, scared? I don't know. I don't know. Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the number. Tim from Milwaukee, you're on the new. The, I almost said it. I caught um, myself. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. How are you, Tim? You're on the air. Go ahead. Yes. How are you doing? Yes. How are you doing? I'm also being charged with making terrorist threats by Carroll University. I don't know who. Who are you? Uh, Tim Heller. And. Should I know what that is, or are you the person from Ozaki County who's the teacher? I'm a teacher at Carroll University. Yes, I was. Okay. Is that something we should be discussing on the air? I don't think we should be, no. Okay. I'll be in court on Wednesday. And that you will be. 855-616-1620. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I was pretty good. I caught myself before I said the new truth. Yeah. 855-616-1620 is the number. Um, Claude from St. Francis said, where are you coming from? A child killed his mother. I don't want him getting out when he turns 18. The child has mental health issues. He is not in his right mind. Just like the Slenderman girls, one of them stabbed a girl 21 times and they're both out. So how dare you say a 10-year-old who's clearly not in his right mind as a 10-year-old and has documented mental health issues, you have the audacity to say that the 10-year-old, you don't want them getting out when they're 18 or 21, but the white girl from Slenderman is already out after stabbing somebody and committing attempt homicide. But I guess it's okay because it's Waukesha County, right? They so I agree that there needs to be an overhaul of our legal system. This has nothing to do with the legal system. But anyway, especially Chisholm, who needs to go, and these judges who are out of control letting repeat offenders back on the streets. I get, I get that, too. You're, you're absolutely right, and I agree with you. But you need to take into consideration that the law is not 100% every time, zero tolerance, that's it. Every case is different. The circumstances are different. The people in it are different. The victims are different. 
And the actor is different. And you have to take those things into consideration. But you also have to take into consideration when you're deciding whether to charge. And that's something we don't do. You pretend you don't see race. But why is it that it's always different? Take the Marine. We're going to jump into that in the, in, the, in the next hour. Take the Marine who killed a guy who, the same thing, well, he was aggressive. He was aggressively threatening. Did he touch anybody? Did he shoot anybody? Did he stab anybody? Did he punch anybody? Did he have a weapon? No. The Marine came up behind him and grabbed him, put him in a chokehold, and killed him. And you have the audacity to raise over a million dollars for a killer? I don't care if he was a Marine. Him being a Marine has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that he took another human being's life and it was unjustified. There is no justification. But I know white people are scared of aggressive black people because I guess if you raise your voice, you're being aggressive. That sounds ridiculous. And so does it sound ridiculous that a Marine killed someone. Notice I didn't say a white guy killed a black kid, a Marine. See, when a white person does it, they go by title. When a black person does it, they're just criminals and killers. See? But if we hold the system to the way that it's supposed to be, it shouldn't see color. It shouldn't see race. It should see a killer who's also a Marine. That's, that's how the system works. If you had to come up behind somebody and grab them and choke them, what fear did you have coming up behind somebody? That's tantamount to shooting somebody in the back with a gun who didn't have a gun. It's idiotic. And if you support this Marine without hearing any of the information or want to go after Alvin Bragg because of what he did to Trump, which was questionable, I get it. But they got the guy on video because somebody tried to help him is ridiculous. They tried to help him to calm the kid down, the man down, when in fact they didn't know he was going to kill him. How did they react when they found out that he had killed this man? Why would you put a person in a chokehold who's not doing anything to you? And then have the audacity to say self-defense? If you believe that, you're an idiot self-defense by putting someone in a chokehold and holding them until their, li- until their life seeped from their body and you still held on. That is not the kind of person I want representing the United States military. He's a disgrace as a human being. I don't care if he's a Marine. You killed someone. And that's how we have to hold everybody. That 10-year-old has mental health issues. That man had mental health issues. The 10-year-old needs to be held accountable, but it's going to be mitigated because he's at one, a 10-year-old, and two, severe documented mental health issues. Only one of those girls in Slender Man was schizophrenic, the one that got talked into doing it. The other girl was very clear, but somehow she got the mental health, and all of a sudden she ends up in a ride. They knew exactly what they were doing. It was premeditated, and they tried to kill someone 
And you saw the Waukesha community turn itself upside down to make sure that these girls got mental health so that they could get out of jail and not spend the rest of their life in jail. Meanwhile, you want to put a a 10-year-old away for life for doing something when they're 10? That's idiotic. I'm sorry. Not you, the thought. And trust me, I've had idiotic thoughts too. You might think what I'm saying right now is idiotic. I get it. But is that what we have become? Making assumptions about people instead of holding individuals to, their, to, to the standard of the law. The same for everybody. So when you hear things and people talk about equality, it's really not about equality. It's the other word that it comes down to. It's the other word we have to be understanding of. That word is called equity. Let me your faith don't match your words. That's called passive aggressive. <laughs> and some fun along the way. No, I mean, really, dude? Snow? That's what they tell me. What do you mean they? Who's they? The ubiquitous they <laughs> or the, like, <laughs> it's them. Oh, yeah. Them. Them. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Denise Thomas is on assignment. I am sitting in, holding it down, just me and Evan. Evan, you now have a new name. So from now on, your name is E. That works. I can live with that. E. What's your middle initial? Um, R. R. Nah, (laughs) we'll make it E. (laughs) We'll make it E. We just go, hey, E. All right, because I have a friend of mine, and he has a name, and it starts with a G. So we just call him G. Any answers? Any answers? So we just call you E. I can live with that. I need an A. Denise Thomas is a DT. I'm a OGDK. Original gangster, Dr. Ken. So, that's me. So. I don't know of anyone with the A here. A. Oh, Adam Roberts, but he does Wisconsin Afternoon News. A. Hmm. B. Anyway. A five five six one six one six twenty. Before the break, we were we were talking about this Marine that killed the kid. The man, I'm sorry, I apologize. The man in New York and how everyone is rallying to his defense because he's a Marine. And word has it they've raised upwards of a million dollars for his defense. How can you defend yourself against someone when you walk up behind them and choke them? How can you defend yourself when you clearly see the person is not fighting you and you're choking them? Where's the self-defense and you defending yourself Was anyone else getting punched, beat? Okay, you were scared. Okay. Should a man lose their life because you were scared? 855-616-1620. First of all, says, is this 
Claude. Claude from St. Louis. From St. Louis. From St. Francis. Uh, first of all, thanks. Thanks for texting in. First of all, I don't care what race you are. Yeah, you do. Everybody does. We pretend like we don't. See, here's a problem I'm going to have with race. We didn't invent the construct we call race. White people did. It was invented, and then scripture was used to keep us down and in slavery. So that's one fact. That's not fiction. That's not theory. That's fact. It's been written. So people care. Black people care. White people care. Hispanic people care. Asian people care. Everybody cares. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Just because you haven't had to acknowledge it because you're in the majority, that's fine. But I don't think of myself as a minority because I'm not minor. I'm not little. But I, I, I get your point. Uh, Claude goes on to say, I didn't know, like you, the complete circumstance that led a Marine to put a chokehold on that individual. First of all, there's video. Second of all, when you say that he's making aggressive threats, that means that the person didn't touch anybody. You teach your children that when people say things to them, they don't punch them. Everybody on the train they talked to said, oh, yeah, we see that guy every day. He was actually a talented musician, talented act, you know, moving and all that. He was, he was great. He was a great talent. They knew he had mental health issues. That's why nobody on the train did anything. He's been aggressive before. He's been arrested before because he's what? He's homeless. And that day they said he was talking about the fact that he was hungry and he wanted to kill himself. I understand people being afraid. What I don't understand that is, was a person that much of a threat to somebody that you walked up behind them and grabbed them and not just choked them, but continued to choke them and you're a trained killer? I don't think so. But anyway, uh, you basically think I'm a racist. I'm not going there and neither should. I think they were writing, neither should you. I don't think you're racist. Why, why would you think I would think that? Oh, that's right. You think all black people think all white people are racist, and that's just not true. It's not. Race plays a part because it's been created and invented to put black people down, and now we're taking advantage of it, saying, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. We've lost too many things throughout time financially to not be where we need to be. We've got people saying that people can't make it because they're lazy or they don't believe in school or all these idiot things that parents teach their children about black people and about black kids when in fact it's just not true. Like everybody, everybody has issues that there's something. Some people actually should have done things and they didn't do them and now it's their fault. I get it. That's 100% true. But in the end, we're talking about human beings here. So when you hide behind the fact of saying it's not about race, what you're really telling me is that it is race. The problem is you assume all black people want to make it race when, in fact, we don't. Just want to be treated like another human being with the same equity everybody else has. I wasn't a person that was for reparations. 
when people hear reparations, they lose their mind. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Well, the, the, the reparations have to be measured. They have to be measured. Black communities, when we moved north, only 10% of us came from the south to the north in the, in the Great Migration. Only 10% of us came north, came west, went northwest, got jobs, but could never quite make the job or the money because we were always held back. When we did build up communities, when we did become middle class, when we did have cities of our own, they got bombed, they got burned down. Tulsa, Rosewood, all these places throughout the city, throughout the counties, and throughout the states got shut down. Banks, all sorts of things. Freedmen, bank, historically, Every time black people start to make it financially, there's a roadblock. And so what do we do? How do we overcome that? How is it that we have title to land, but it's taken away that we could have used to make money, have title to real estate, but we can't move into the neighborhood because redlining stopped us and federal law stopped us through late 1970s to be able to even buy a house in Milwaukee. That's why insurance companies in Wisconsin sued and lost. Why we still have issues today. So at some point, why is there such a fight for regarding race when it actually is about money? And I'm nowhere near a socialist. But when will we get made whole? After everything was taken from us. And so for you to say. My family didn't have slaves. When in fact. Many times our biggest institutions. Like Wells Fargo and. Chase Bank. Profited from it. And still haven't done anything about it. I have a problem with that. Treat people individually. With the respect and dignity they deserve. Regardless of race. But don't hide behind it when something's racially motivated. And then you apply the law differently from person to person. I put up with that crap when I was in the police department. I put up with that crap when people tried to sabotage my career. Has it gotten better? Maybe. Maybe not. But at some point, until we address it, and we don't keep hiding behind it or doing some of the idiotic things that Robin Voss did, who, who I happen to respect and I know him. The idiotic things that the legislature, I wouldn't, I shouldn't blame Robin Voss. The legislature did to Milwaukee with shared revenue till we fix that. I don't want to hear a word anybody has to say. Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the truth on TMJ 855-616-1620. Bottom line is if we're going to follow the rule of law, we need to follow it the same for everybody. If you're going to complain about something, you need to complain about the same thing for everybody. You can't keep pointing to the black community and saying, you have to take care of your own community. No, that's our issue. Milwaukee is us. Regardless of race, regardless of gender, regardless of nationality, Milwaukee is us. If you live here, it's us. And that's what we need to deal with. We need to deal with the subtleties. George Bush said it. 
It's the subtle bigotry of low expectation. You don't expect black people to do anything great. So when black people are above average, you talk about how great they are and how phenomenal they are. And they're above average. They're not, they're not stratospherically exceptional. They're just above average. Because your expectation of them is, well, they're kind of useless anyway, and there's no. But we do it when it comes to class, right? Well, you're poor, so you don't know. Being poor doesn't mean you, it was, it was your fault, right? It wasn't your fault you were poor in many cases. Just like it's not your fault when you become a billionaire. Well, wait a minute. It is. But that billionaire is no better than the poor person. They might have had opportunities, experiences that that person didn't have. Some people are just poor because they're poor and they don't want to they don't want to work harder. They don't want to do more. They just want what they want. And that's perfectly okay. You live in America. But why is it okay for them to live in America but not us? Why is it everything has to be your way? All the laws, all the social mores, all the issues, all the fights eventually always come down to race. And it's, it's, it's sad because this really is the greatest country in the world to be in. That we have freedom of speech. That's why I can respect what Claude from St. From Francis had to say. Some of it I agree with. Some of it I don't. But at least there's room for dialogue. The world has been etched and built by people that don't look like me, don't have my social mores, don't have my background, don't have my experience. So when they decide that something is right or wrong, that's suspect to me because that's based on perspective. I'll give you an example before we go to break. I was watching the news. I watch news like all different channels and everything. And I happened to flip past Fox News this morning. And I think it was Duffy, the guy that used to be the. Um, I can't remember. I think it was from Green Bay up there. Right. He, he, he was he was in Congress and his wife now hosts the show. And then he's like on there sometimes. And his wife brought their daughter on and was talking about how she went on Snapchat and they use AI, right? They use um, chat GPT or some other chat AI for Snapchat. And so she asked a question about abortion and it came back another thing. And the argument they had was the argument that, well, we want to make sure that, that the AI gets it right. The AI gave a very slanted um, answer. It gave a very liberal answer. And so we want to make sure it gives the right answer. And I said, you do understand that what you're saying is the reason why you're complaining about Snapchat or WeChat because the person that programmed it programmed the algorithm to what they felt was right or wrong. And then it just fed it, right? So, so the algorithm only feeds on the person that created it. So for you as a conservative to go in and say it needs to change to follow what you say is right, 
You're doing exactly what they did. That's the problem with AI. That's how people think. We think our perspective is perfect and it's right and, no, and we can't hear anything else. First Amendment only counts when you're stopping me from talking. But First Amendment is bad when it lets you talk. And I have an issue with that. The law should be equitable. The Marine should be tried, and if he's found guilty, convicted. And, well, convicted is, anyway, uh, go to jail. Go to prison. The 10-year-old, mental health issues, needs to get mental health issues, get mental health help. Just like the Slenderman girls got. The vigorous defense that they got in getting found mentally incompetent. Why is it taking so long for a 10-year-old? Who clearly doesn't have the capacity that he's supposed to have. Documented mental health issues. And someone has the audacity to say, this kid should not be getting out when they turn 18 or 21. What if they are better? What if they're cured? What if they're on medication? And they, and they recognize and understand the error of their ways. Is it okay then? Miraculously, these Slenderman girls got out. One of them maxed out. Like at 26, they're out. You max out of the mental health system if you go in as a juvenile at 26. Then what? It's about equity. Apply the law to everybody the same. Give them a jury of their peers. And that's it. What are your thoughts? 855-616-1620 is the one, is the old National Bank talking text line. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. When we come back, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. So, Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra suggestion. It's C3PO, not 3PO. I know you like to shorten everything. I know rad and all these other things, but it's C-3PO. Now, I know you don't like Star Wars, and that's okay. But if you're going to do it, do it right. So Claude from San Francisco. San Francisco. I keep Claude's been from everywhere except St. Francis. Anyway, first of all, Claude, thank you. Uh, says, what it comes down to, my ancestors came to this country from Poland and Germany, World War I. They had nothing to do with slavery. Why do people always say that? I don't care. Why, why is this? Why, what, what is that? My ancestors came to this country. Okay, so let me, let me guess. Your ancestors came on the top of the boat. Mine came at the bottom of the boat. There's a, there's a significant difference there. He goes on to say, they had nothing to do with slavery. So, anyway... How many more decades will black Americans keep complaining about racism when you stop saying stupid things and being racist? Not you, Claude. I'm speaking the general you. Not, I'm not trying to offend you. Um, when people stop saying and doing things and when you start doing things just based on how you think it should be, that's the problem. Every perspective in America is based on what white people think it's supposed to be. When things are different, they call it wrong. You realize in 2001, 
was the first year a black woman could actually wear her hair in braids to work. Neat, presentable, but in braids. Because white people didn't like braids. They had to go to the Supreme Court and sue to have the right to wear hair in the way that their heritage called for. But anyway, I digress. How many more decades will black Americans complain about racism? When you stop being racist, when you stop doing dumb things, when you start giving us the same rights and benefits as everyone else and not putting up so many roadblocks and having to be, what's the old saying? You got to be twice as good in order to be um, equal and we'll never be equal because you keep reminding us that the, the line keeps moving. All you got to do is this. All you need is this education. All you need is that. Oh, you didn't go to the right school, right? I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. What are you afraid of? Why do you have to always bring up the fact that you had nothing to do with race, with slavery? What is that? Why do black people swing more to the left? I don't know. They swing more to the, oh, I know why. They swing more to the left because of the 1968 convention in Chicago. Because they got promised something, but they still haven't delivered. See, the problem with that is that, and then, well, let, let me go on. It was a Republican President Lincoln that liberated the slavery. First of all, Lincoln did not liberate slavery. He outlawed slavery, but wrote in his address that if he could figure out a way to keep slavery and stop the Union from separating, he would have done so. We would have been in slavery today had Lincoln figured out a way to bring both the North and the South together and keep slavery because they wanted the money for the federal government. So don't tell, stop telling the lie. Tell the truth in its entirety about Lincoln. Lincoln wasn't any great person. He was a racist and had slaves. That was the norm back then. It's not the norm today, but that was the norm back then. So you can't cancel Lincoln because you didn't like him. But don't talk Abraham Lincoln up as being this great Republican that freed the slaves. He signed the Emancipation Proclamation to stop the South from seceding from the country. Had he found a way to keep us in slavery, he would have done so. And then as soon as he was killed, by 1868, the Freedmen's Bank we had that we were supposed to have that was going to give us the freedom and give us the money to till our own land, gone. The land that was ours because we worked for it and paid for it, white guy came in and wanted it, gone. Plantations that were left to kids whose parents were slaves and now they're free. And the white man gave it to his, quote unquote, mistress, slave girlfriend. Now he's dead. Kid inherits it, came and took it. And the federal government promised us our 40 acres and a mule. They haven't come through to this day. So when you say we swing left, I don't know why. The Democrats have never done anything for black people that was of par. You ask for a job, they give you a program. You ask for a class, they put you in a program. You want to go into the trade, they put you in a program. Then when you go try to get a job, oh, that's the wrong program. You got to go to the union program. Well, they won't let you in the union program because the union program is white. But they'll let their sons and daughters in. And by the time you get there, their sons and daughters are your bosses. So you never win.
you can you you don't get up. Do some people make it? Yes, they do. Do some people like me have the temerity to be raised by a single parent because your father died when you were a kid and your mother was on welfare and then she got off and got a job when you went to high school and retired from that job with a pension and you saw the work ethic and you duplicated it and it did you well? Multiple careers, retired police lieutenant, college professor, multiple degrees. That's not by happenstance. But I'm not an anomaly. All of my friends are all graduated from college. All of my family are all graduated from college. But don't look down on people or say they're less than, oh, but you didn't go to that school. Because now that's the new game. Well, you went to college, but you didn't go to a good college. Oh, you went to a historically black college university. Oh, that's a second tier school. Idiot. Idiotic. But yet we constantly have to put up with this idiocy. Unfortunately, we live in two worlds. You don't. We have to survive in two worlds. My culture. What I would suggest you do is go back and if, if, if you have grandparents alive or parents, ask them about how it felt to be German and to come to America and literally have to live in two different spheres of life. Hoping your kids speak English because you don't want them to have a German accent because you got people in your family who are part of the Nazi party. But I guess that was okay. Everybody has that background. Everybody has that thing that they're ashamed of. That something happened. Family members. It's called life. But take to heart what someone is telling you. Learn how to listen. You just might learn something that goes for both sides, all sides just might learn something. I appreciate Claude. I appreciate the fact that your family came here from Poland and Germany in world war one and had to work their way up and were considered at the bottom of the totem pole. I get it, but don't crawl to the top and then look down on all the other people and say they didn't do what you did. So therefore they're less than you. Consider this. When you look in the mirror next time, think about it. When you see the homeless person, God forbid you're in New York and somebody chokes you out and kills you. But by the grace of God, go you. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I find it interesting that people make assumptions. I, I, I try to talk in, in the middle, right? Whatever my political persuasions are, um, I try to stay in the middle. I think people make assumptions I'm to the left, then other people make assumptions I'm to the right. But I think in, until we let go of some of those things, not your values or your ethics, but until we let go of the political stuff, America's going to remain separate I've seen some things in life that most people should not have ever seen should not have ever experienced I've experienced things as a police officer that were so blatantly racist that 
I refused to complain about it because that was my fuel to get promoted. I tried to treat people with the same dignity and respect I wanted to be treated with. Was I perfect? No. Did I get everything done? No. I had a few bosses that were knuckleheads. I, I, I had a few, and I'm sure some people thought me as a boss, I was a knucklehead. But what I learned from my bosses that were knuckleheads is that that is something I'll never do. And so when I get fired up about something, it comes down to when people dismiss you, when people make assumptions about you. And people don't understand that. I remember somebody told me once, hey, you shouldn't say those things about Milwaukee police. People aren't going to work there. Well, they should know what they're getting into. And then I told the person, it's not your job to tell me what I should say and what my experience is. If I were new, would I go work for the Milwaukee Police Department today? Yes. Or any police department. I'm not, I'm not afraid of people who are in a police department who may act a certain way or do a certain thing. It comes down to the dignity and respect and being able to do your job within the boundaries of laws, rules, and procedures. And that's what it comes down to. Treat people equitably. That's all. Claude said, do you think President Obama would have been elected if not for the white vote? It was a liberal vote. It wasn't a white vote, was it? The opportunities are there for all Americans. No, they are not. They are not. And I would love to have a conversation with you, Claude. We can meet for lunch. We can meet, well, probably coffee because I drink entirely too much coffee. But drink, meet for coffee so that we can talk about that. The opportunities are not the same. Education is number one. I agree. Education now, me and Claude are on the same page. Education is the number one thing that X's out the majority of people. But education is something that's in the white community. That's a white standard. And you have to meet their standard for your education. To the point where many whites look at historically black colleges and universities as, as being less than. What they don't understand is 87% of every black medical doctor or dentist graduated undergraduate from Xavier University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a historically black college or university. Regardless of what medical school they went to, they got their undergraduate foundational education that caused them to be able to pass the MCAT, go to a, a uh, accredited medical school, graduate, and become a medical doctor. Xavier University. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. HBCU. 87%. The reason I say that is because you need to understand that just because you wouldn't go doesn't make it less. Just because it's not Harvard Medical School. Does Yale even have one? Or Columbia Medical School in New York. Doesn't matter. It comes down to the person. The reason why black people do that is when you look around, why did it take President Obama as if now we need to be beholden to white people because they voted for Obama as president? 
Like, what is that? You can't have it both ways, Claude. The opportunities are not there for all Americans. And if you want to have a discussion about it, I would love to have a discussion about it because you need to understand that that's not how life works. It's not. It's not how life works. And I wish you could see it from my matter of fact, ask your grandparents if they're still living or your parents. Is life fair? Are opportunities there for all Americans? Because when they got off the boat, it wasn't. This is the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 46 minutes after the hour. I have been remiss. Okay, that's not what I was looking for. 48 degrees in the city of Milwaukee tonight. Um, looks like... Um, Partly cloudy after some evening rain, of course. Low is 43. We're already at 48. Winds north northeast from the north northeast at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. 90% chance of rain overnight. So looks like tomorrow, um, high of 67, low of 52, partly cloudy. And so Wednesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, 77 degrees. And then we're back down to 56 and 66 on Wednesday and Thursday. The weekend, Friday. 69 degrees and rainy, rainy over the weekend, and then the sun doesn't come back till next Sunday. So, <sighs> currently 48 degrees, humidity at 59%, winds from the north northeast at 11 miles an hour. 855-616-1620. I go on my diatribe to help people understand <clears throat> that This isn't a blame game. I'm a proponent of not blaming other people for things you didn't do. But when things are out of your control and the generational issue is information wasn't given, if information wasn't passed out, information wasn't known, then you can't, I don't know if you can necessarily blame a person for not knowing. I mean, when you look at the reckless driving and you look at the juveniles that do it, they didn't learn in school not to do that because they don't have driver's ed in school anymore. That's not an excuse. But if their parents didn't have driver's ed and they didn't have driver's ed, guess what? You're going to have a trickle down. When we come back, I want to tell you about reckless driving and and all sorts of things that were going on years ago and how the Milwaukee Police Department was able to fix it. Until we get some people in this city that have the temerity to step up and do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, we're going to keep failing. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620 as we wind it down. Claude said, 
So I sent Claude, a, Claude said, do you think, anyway, you were going back and forth. I told him, I appreciate your text. Thank you. And then I asked, are you saying that black people cannot do anything without the help of white people or we should be thankful? I don't know. We do agree about education being number one until where you went to school becomes an issue. Keep changing the line. And the reply was not at all. Maybe we need to get off the color of our skin and focus on why. No, we're not going to get off the color of our skin. That's the problem. We didn't create it, so we can't fix it. Like we didn't put us in this conundrum. We didn't, we didn't say, hey, we're black. We got told that. The highest average of people in our legal system is black Americans. But we only make up 13% of the population. So when you start looking at percentages, you have to do it comparatively. It's like welfare. There are more white people on welfare, but the percentages for black people are larger because it's a smaller number. So when you look at the total number of black people in America and look at the number of them on welfare, the percentage is higher. When you look at the number of white people in America and you look at the number of white people on welfare, even though the actual real number is larger because your population is larger, the percentage is smaller. Because when I look at that percentage in comparison to the number of whites in America who make up 64, 65 percent of the population, that percentage is smaller. So don't be. Let's not use averages and let's not use percentages because they lie. They paint a story that's inaccurate. They paint a story that's not true. There are more people. Now, black people have the highest um, amount of school loans because we don't have parents who can save up for us to go to school and all that stuff. And that's a whole other issue, but that's financial peace and education. But white women have the highest number and amount of school loan debt than black people. With degrees from Vassar in prehistoric sociology or some weird numbskull thing. Call them out. Because that's who you're really going to be helping if they pass laws regarding school loans. But if you use percentages, we'll always come out on the bottom of that number because we're only 13% of the population. So if I take 10% of 100 and it's 10, but if I take 5% of 1,000, the 5% is smaller than the 10%, but the actual numbers, they're more than the larger number. Because 10% of 1,000 is 100 5% is 50. But if I only got 100 people and I say 10%, oh, my God, that's a big number. That's only 10 people. And so in actual numbers, 50 is larger. But we don't talk real numbers. Whenever we put it in the news, somehow it turns into percentages. Well, that's how you compare it. No, give me the raw data so I can actually see it. And that's what happens in the news. That's what happens in research. That's what happens all over the country when we point to statistics about how bad and behind black people are. All my friends went to college. I go to meetings where the room is predominantly black and every single person in the room graduated from college. Half of them have graduate degrees and another 10% of them have doctorates or a professional degree. Every day. 
That's what I see. So when we generalize, just like when black people generalize about white people being racist, that makes me cringe. I can say it the way white people, some of my best friends are white. But when you know people, you don't think of race. The more you get to know people. And we use politics to disconnect us. And now we're here struggling. And we're fighting against something where if we would just let, I'm so scared for 2024. I'm terrified. Because in the end, if it ends up separating this country even more, I don't have grandchildren, but when I do, that's going to terrify me. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. want to say thank you for being here tonight. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. That didn't come out right, did it? <laughs> and happy Mother's Day to my spouse, Carla. God bless. Take care. See you next Sunday. Make sure you hang around. News at the top of the hour. Thank you, E. Appreciate you. I'm out.